Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. We are back again for another special episode this week. We hope everybody had a great weekend. We hope everybody is caught up on sleep from daylight savings time. Um, Richard is here with us. Where are you on the road tonight, Richard? I'm back in Indy. Indianapolis. Yep, sure am. Freezing my butt off, but we had snow earlier, which I was not prepared for. It's a it's a snowy day in uh, Louisville too. We got some some flakes out there. Not not a lot, but a little bit of uh, light snow. We also have a guest this week. She is a student at the University of Louisville, majoring in sports administration. She knows a little bit about basketball and what it takes to win a tournament. Uh, she is my daughter. She is Katie Nolan. Katie, welcome to the pod. Thank you. <laughs> okay, good. It's good <laughs> to have you. Do you want to tell everybody about your biggest success in the NCAA tournament? Are we talking about the dice roll? No. <laughs> when you won the bracket in when you were in second grade oh, and you I you won the office that. pool and you came home with about 150 bucks. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. So she's going to help break some stuff down with us. She did some research on strength of schedule uh, and how it impacts your tournament run. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, speaking of daylight savings time, before we get too deep into this, do you guys like daylight savings time? Richard, do you do you like doing the clock changes or do you hate it? I, I do like it in the spring when we get next more daylight in, in the evening um, because I ride my bike and run a lot in the evening. So that helps. I did not like it this morning. I felt like I was hungover today. Uh, I felt like I was hungover all day. Um, so I do like this time better because of uh, more daylight in the evening. Yeah, I like it better now too i hate the transition katie what about you yeah i like it better with the extra sunlight but i think it's really hard in the fall like falling back an hour i think it's hard on my sleep schedule a little bit yeah that gets tricky you know you guys may know this or may not and the listeners may or may not but uh, back in the early 70s i think 74 um 73 74 they passed a law to uh just set daylight saving time as the standard in america and it lasted about three or four months and then they immediately repealed it everybody hated it so everybody complains about setting your clocks backward and forward but i think the system is is what it is so we'll just do it and well there there is a bill in congress to change it like to whatever yeah i mean this this time would be the official time from now on right right. if that bill ever passes and and yeah the fall one especially now that i work in central time zone which i'm sure you two can appreciate is i'm at in central time zone in evansville indiana at five o'clock is pitch black and it's not fun so it's in living in nashville forever is it's not fun coming home at and from work when it's pitch black dark so i don't like it as much yeah i grew up in hopkinsville on the eastern edge of that uh, central time zone and it sucks uh you know it gets dark at 4 30 in the winter and you know gets dark uh just just too early so anyway this is where we are that means spring is coming we had a great weekend beautiful weekend here at least saturday um we had the oscars last night and if you listen to the pod last week you know we put a little fake money on it and so just to recap what we talked about last week, we bet a fake dollar on um, the big six categories, and the it was very, very close. Um, Richard, you and Kelly uh, got $2.25 worth of fake money back on your $6 bet. So you, it wasn't a, a bust, but you didn't win. Um, I got one extra 
when I came home with $3.31, so still I couldn't pay for my food or drinks. Um, and then it was super close. Elizabeth, $19.25 of fake money. Maisie, $19.47 of fake money. So 22 cents difference in between those two ladies who just kicked our asses on that. That is unbelievable. My wife did that. I, I can't, I can't believe it, especially between you, Elizabeth and Kelly and how much, how many of the movies you saw, uh, Maisie is going to be delighted to hear that. Yeah. The big long shot with Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Elizabeth and Maisie both had that one. And then Maisie hit a couple of favorites with, uh, the Daniels and everything everywhere when, and, and that was the difference in the, in the betting. So, uh, super fun. Uh, we watched it last night, had a really good time watching it. So did you guys watch any of it? No, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> Cause I knew I was going to lose. Yeah. There I you knew, go. I, I just knew I was going to lose. So, uh, and it's no, I did not watch. Well, speaking of knowing we're going to lose, um, we got the brackets. We texted a little bit about this last night and, um, just to get started, I won't make this too Kentucky centric, but we watched Kentucky bow out of the SEC tournament on Friday night. We were all out together and, um, that was disappointing, but it may have been for the best because they ended up with a six seed. They didn't play their way up to a five line. And I feel like they got put in probably the softest region. Um, their three is Kansas state. Their two is Marquette and their one is Purdue. If you had told me that's what that was going to look like, I would have said that sounds pretty darn good. Now they'll screw it up and probably lose to Providence, but um the best kind of draw we've gotten in a little while what do you think about that Richard yeah I think it's I I was a little surprised they got a six I don't uh I, I'm not I'll be interested to hear Katie's take on this since she uh did some research but I don't think they deserve to succeed um especially I mean towards the end they started played started started playing a lot better but the two Vandy losses are it's just befuddling and they just look terrible and yeah and, and uh, i i don't think they're very it's just like they're inconsistent they don't play well and unless they surprise me it's just like i'm not 100 percent sure i want to watch them i yeah. I, I probably will but it, it's just it's mind-boggling how bad they they do as of late against van especially vandy well so they, but kudos I to vandy again yeah, I don't think they can go deep into the tournament because I don't feel like they can get consecutive defensive stops. Defensively, they're just not quite good enough. And so if they get down by eight points, you know, you've got to make those stops. And I don't see that being the case, uh, especially against a good team. Now, Katie, what did you think about the draw that Kentucky got? We'll start there with you. Um, I was kind of surprised by that draw. I mean, happy with the six instead of the seven. We don't have to see Marquette if we'd be if we would would have been in the seven spot. Um I mean, we are we would get Kansas State in the second round, which I think is as tough. But I also think um, if you look at the other six seeds, you have Creighton, Iowa State, and TCU. I mean, I think Kentucky's as strong as the other six seeds, so not as surprised to see him there. Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. And TCU and Iowa State are two teams I want to talk about in just a minute. Um, when you on your first pass through the bracket, uh, have you guys looked at who you think will be the Final Four teams? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Katie. Uh, so I have Baylor beating Bama to get in the final four, Marquette beating Memphis, Xavier beating Miami, and UCLA beating UConn to get in the final four. So you have no number one seats getting through? No. 
That would be historic. I know. <laughs> That's all right, though. That's all right. What about you, Richard? Um, I, I think I'd, I'd probably go with I, – I think I'm going to say Arizona beats Alabama to get to the Final Four. Um, then I, I, I don't see – I don't see Purdue getting in there, um, but I also don't see Marquette getting in there. Um, I ha- I need to pass on this one. I need to do more research, and <laughs> okay. I know it's – I'm just bad about this right now. So well, Yeah, well, so I, I like Alabama in the south, um, and, you know, those games, the, the regionals are played here in Louisville, uh, so it's unfortunate that Kentucky couldn't get a high seed and we would have a semi-home game. Um, but I like Alabama coming out of the South. Arizona's good, and I could see them getting through. There's a lot of Creighton love out there right now, and I'm not sure I'm in on that. In the East, I can't get behind Purdue either. Their big man is a load, and he's tough, but I feel like if you get an athletic team that has some good bigs, um, maybe a coach that knows what to do with some double team-type situations, I, I don't see them winning six in a row. So I'm going to play Marquette just because I, I don't trust Duke or I don't trust Tennessee. I think Duke is a real player and I think Kansas state's a player um, in the Midwest. I'm going to go Houston. I know they've got, if, if Sasser's healthy, they're in the final four. I, I feel like. Um, and so we'll find out more about that this week. And in the West, I was going to go with UCLA, but I, they had lost two players this weekend, uh, two of their best defensive players. And so with them not being healthy, um, I'm gonna just kind of go Kansas by default at this point, um, but there's some other self coaching. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know yet. Huh. That I, that'll be interesting. That'll be an interesting development. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, that's kind of what I like. Now, I know Katie, you've gotten in the strength of schedule and things like that. Tell me what what do you what do you look at as far as teams that can make a deep run in this based on who they played in the non conference. I mean, I have to start with Alabama. They. If I'm not mistaken, I think they beat Houston. They did. Uh, so I mean, they have good non-conference games. I'm so I think they can make it to where they could be in the Final Four. I think that you're just. Uh, I think I'm more worried about them playing so often. I mean, that didn't stop them in the SEC tournament, but uh, looking back at their ratings uh, from a few weeks ago, it said that they didn't do well on a short amounts of rest. Oh yeah, on short rest. Yeah. So. Uh, but they I, had the number one rated strength of schedule non-conference out they there. They did. They did. Um, so that is something to look at. They played a lot of good schools non-conference this year. They had Gonzaga too, right? Yeah. Well, I hope um, karma bites them in the butt. I, I, <laughs> but that's I, yeah. a different point. <laughs> right. I was I was thinking earlier this week, like, they have football. Why can't they just leave basketball alone? But... <laughs> <laughs> leave basketball to us, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to ask you. So, so you Alabama obviously can make a run. Do you like Gonzaga? They've got one of the toughest strength uh, of schedules non-conference. Yeah. Hold on, I have to find. I like them. I think that if UCLA is healthy, they're gonna beat them out, though. Could you see? Yes, I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I agree with that assessment. I could see uh, Gonzaga losing. Um, in let's see where are they uh i could see them losing to tcu in the I, second round i, I could too tcu is a team i really like i like jamie dixon as a coach i always like his teams they play good defense mm-hmm. and they won't go deep but i could see them beating gonzaga that's a potential upset that i have um 
What about is a school? Grand Canyon that community college or that uh, uh, online school? Right, <laughs> they used to be an online. School. Is it? I think it used is to it? be. I think so. It start, yeah, it started out as online, and I think they have a full campus and like yeah, basketball team. basketball team. That's right. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. How about Grand Canyon? Um, huh. You know who got screwed on the on the seedings in this is uh, Texas A and M. That's a team that was playing really well down the stretch, finished second yeah. in the SEC, and then um, sitting there as a seven seed waiting for Texas in the second round. Well, but to the point of strength of schedule, like we talked about, they lost to Murray State early in the year and didn't play a tough non-conference schedule, so they're, they're sitting at seven. Right. That's why we're sitting at six instead of – Well, seven. it's also interesting. I mean, Texas – I mean, Houston – in that bracket, you have Houston, Texas A&M, and Texas – I mean, it's just like it's the Texas heavy conference or uh, brackets out of the bracket. And it's like talk about like schools that don't like each other very much. I mean, Texas and Texas A&M don't get along very well. No. And then add Houston into that mix. That'll be an interesting uh, bracket as well. I kind of love it, so. though. I, I kind of love like some of the more like making it a little bit more regional. You know, in the West, we've got UCLA, Boise and Gonzaga all in the same, you know, bottom quarter there. And uh, St. Mary's is out there. And, um, you know, so so I kind of like putting teams kind of close to one another as long as they're not in the same conference or even if they are, if they can't uh, meet until the Elite Eight. I, I do kind of love that. Um, yeah. I want to ask about a school like Iowa State, Katie. That's a school that they had, I think they were in the top 10 strength of schedule overall, which was based upon not just non-conference, but their conference. They played in the Big 12, and I think they were 19 and 12 or something like that. Um, is that a school that does the, the strength of schedule in your conference, um, does that lend itself to a deep run more so than out of conference? I think depending on the conference, if you're thinking like Iowa State in the Big Ten, yes, because they're Big playing, Twelve. Oh, they're Big Twelve. Yeah, Big yeah. Twelve. But yeah, same difference. I think if they're playing people who are in the top twenty-five all the time, then you're you're still going to have a good strength of schedule, and it's still going to play out for you in the tournament. Right. So is that a school that you would think about taking? Like they play Mississippi State or Pittsburgh in the first round. Yeah. And could they sneak a win over Xavier? They might be able to. Yeah. 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 I I look at um. I like I I'm just curious thinking about schools and strength of schedule. I think they're they they had a really impressive strength of schedule for a school that uh, is sitting there mm -hmm. at a six. But that again, that's why that the, they're at a six. You know, um, have you guys picked any upsets? Anything that you like in the first round? Somebody to 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 pull one. They so they were kind of saying this last night on the show, the CBS March Madness show to watch out for Furman against Virginia. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that as an upset a little bit. Macy would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that in that same pod. I like Charleston over San Diego state as a real possibility there. Too. Uh, yeah. I mean, if San Diego state's beat Charleston, watch out, they might be a sleeper team. So I don't know if, how they do against Alabama, but yeah. Yeah. Totally different style of play. Yeah. Uh, those teams. Um, Illinois over Arkansas could very easily happen. I, I mean, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's necessarily a big upset, but I mean, Arkansas's epic collapse in that Texas A&M game. I mean, that was something that, that has to be. I mean, that's got to be something that goes into their mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. T trying to turn that back around. An interesting 
matchup to me is Missouri and Utah State. And that's the most lopsided. It's a real seeding mismatch. You know, Utah State is a a 10 seed. And I think in Ken Palm, they were a number 19. And Mizzou's Ken Palm, I think, is 51. And it's so stark that the Vegas line on that has opened at Utah State minus two and a half. So they've got the low seed as the favorite. Um, so I, that's a real mismatch in seeding. So Utah State's one to watch there. And it also got me thinking about that. The, the Vegas angle, could you see a day when, since gambling is now so integral to sports in America, like we never thought it would be that way, but where maybe the NCAA committee has one Vegas person in the committee just to kind of help steer them in some of these matchups so you don't get such a, a one that's a little bit lopsided? Could you all see that at all? Uh, I think... Mm, that that might be a line that I I'm not sure the NCAA want to go, goes with. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that, okay. and I could be wrong on that. But you are right. Gambling and betting is is become it's especially if Kentucky's about to pass it legalizing gambling sports gambling, there might be a possibility. But I I think that might I think there's still that might still be taboo taboo a little bit. I don't think it's happening anytime soon, but I could see that in ten years or something like that. Maybe, where, yeah, yeah. And not, I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter. You know, when you're putting um, Houston against Northern Kentucky, obviously those are going to be blowouts. But like helping set up more competitive matchups in the seven tens, eight nines, maybe even a six eleven, where you get some some stuff where you're going to get lines that are that are not not quite what you'd expect in those kinds of matchups. Just something to think about. I thought about that today as I was um, rolling through it. One thing I wanted to think about, too, is teams that you think can actually win this tournament. How many teams are there that you actually think can win it? Katie, what do you think? How many? Um, hold on, I'm looking. Okay, I'm going to give you some, some, some numbers. I look today, and if you can find a team – Generally, a real good bet for the Final Four is a team in the top 20 in Ken Palm adjusted offense and adjusted defense. And here, there aren't many of them. Houston, Bama, Connecticut, mm -hmm. Texas, mm -hmm. and I think that's it. That have They're both in the top 20 in both offense and defense. So I would say watch those four as teams that could get hot and make a run. Okay, go over those one more time. Connecticut, Texas, Bama, Houston, and Bama. Hmm. And then and Connecticut, as of late, has made those runs. Yes, Weird I could see them. Like I could see them getting hot and going. And you know, a team like Purdue, they're seventh on adjusted offense and twenty sixth on adjusted defense. So even though I don't love them, they have pretty good numbers there. Um, uh, UCLA is twenty fifth on offense, first on defense. Uh, let's see. Creighton is 28th on offense and 15th on defense. So that's another team that has really good Ken Palm numbers. Um, Memphis is 26th offense, 35th defense. That's a team I think that could really make a run too. Much as we hate them, I think they could make a run. Yeah, I don't think Purdue is getting past Memphis. So boom, there it is. <laughs> There's your first one going out. Purdue, yeah. Memphis. And uh, well, just in, in, in fairness, just um, just uh. Let everybody know. Um, let's see. I had this down here. Where, where were we? Uh, Kentucky is 28th in the Ken Palms. And um, uh, and Louisville is 295th. So um, <laughs> they, they missed out this year. 
Uh, real quickly, it's, this is a very off subject, but now that I mean, te Texas earned a number two seed with an interim coach, so to speak, do you think that quells any rumors of Cal to Texas? What do you think, Katie? I think if it was, I think it depends on how the tournament goes. If Kentucky doesn't do well in the tournament, then maybe yes. Uh, I think he might end up at Texas in the next few years. I just don't think it's next year with the players he has coming in. Yeah, I think it kind of does. I think I think if the way Texas has played, and especially if they get on a little run in the tournament and you know could get to the Elite Eight, I feel like they may be comfortable that they've got their guy. Do you agree with that, Richard? Yeah. Yeah. I well, the reason I bring that up is Feinbaum apparently today ripped I mean was not very good to Cal. I mean it was you you better do well or the love is I mean it's it's officially dead. So I was just curious about those that aspect about it and then some of the comments Cal made after the game and stuff. So I was just curious to take get your takes on that. Yeah, I I think we're probably all right. I I think Feinbaum is a really smart guy who's found his niche and has tapped into his audience, but he's also a troll sometimes. And he likes to get everybody worked up and he can be the first to jump on you if you're not Nick Saban. You know, if you're if you've lost a game or two, he he'll tell you you're terrible and um that that's a dude who I like in some instances, but I also kind of let that go in one ear and out the other. And realistically with Kentucky, I don't know what what anybody could expect like if they beat providence and then lose to kansas state it's pretty much i, I mean i cal hasn't exceeded expectations but um given seating and where we are and what this team has been it basically is what they are right yeah yeah i mean they have to be providence though i think i think there is a lot of pressure to be providence and a that's ton, sad a ton, a ton of pressure to be providence i totally agree with that uh, speaking of Providence, um, their old coach and our old coach uh, has a lot of people talking because Iona's in the tournament, and Rick Pitino's name has been linked to multiple schools. Where do you guys think he ends up? St. John's. I think St. John's is, might be where he ends up. Yeah. What we decided on. Well, I think St. John's, but I, I do you think St. John's? Do you think Georgetown? Do you think Texas Tech? Do you think Notre Dame? I don't think he's going to Notre Dame. Um. I don't really think Texas Tech, so I think St. John's is about as best as Georgetown. Yeah, I think he would love to be back in New York coaching at Madison Square Garden again and being in the Big East. Richard, you? Yeah, I, it's – I mean, for a long time it was only Georgetown, then St. John's uh, uh, very quickly fired – I mean, well, not very quickly, but fired their coach. So it, it – uh, St. John's would lead, but – they better make a decision very quickly because I know. I mean, there's a lot of schools chomping at the bit. I don't see him going to Texas Tech. He would. He would. I don't think he'd fit in very well at a, in a Texas school, especially in the middle of nowhere. I think Lubbock. Um, but yeah, he thought Lexington was rural. Go to Lubbock, yeah, man. Yeah, Lubbock, no way. Um, but I mean, it's it's like, I mean, it's probably St. John's or uh, it's probably St. John's or Georgetown. Yeah, I think so too. Um, does Iona have any shot against UConn? Any any chance they pull that big upset? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't see it. I haven't watched them. Well, I watched one of their tournament games, and I didn't. I did not. Uh, they look fine, but I did. I don't see them beating UConn, particularly yeah. on the the heater that they're on. Um, Tennessee. Uh, any chance they lose in the first round to Louisiana? Katie, what do you think? I was actually looking at this 
and in one of my brackets, I did have Louisiana winning. Yeah. I think it's a possibility. I think Tennessee still has a little bit on them, but I think it's a possibility. Yeah, they're definitely trending the wrong direction. Um, looking through here at a couple of other ones I want to ask. Would um, that put Barnes on the hot seat then? I mean, they had a really good team, and they were supposed to – I mean, they, they had a good run, but does that put Barnes on the hot seat? I don't think so. I think it's a lot to do with Zakai Ziegler being out. I mean, I know they lost to Kentucky twice with Ziegler, but I think he's he would still be fine. I tend to agree with that. The one thing that I would say is this: they had a really good, hot team going into the tournament last year, and they couldn't get out of the first weekend. And they had a really good team on paper this year coming back and really faltered down the stretch. And the injuries hurt them. But I don't think Barnes is on the hot seat yet. I don't think Tennessee believes or are delusional enough to believe that they're an elite basketball school that can be like, okay, we got a three seat two zero. in a row. We're going to fire our coach. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, we talked about Creighton. We hit on um, Purdue. Duke, you guys think Duke can make a run to the final four? Is this a Duke team that can get there? Given their path, I think it is. I think it's a shot. I think um, if they see Tennessee, they might beat them, and then I think it just depends on if they see Memphis or Purdue. To... Yeah, yeah. Do you like them? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I agree. Looking at their, I mean, depends on what. T- again, I think t- the Tennessee team that shows up, uh, Duke is playing pretty well, and it's not surprising. I hate it, but I hate it too. I mean, I mean, geez, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just like, if I think it, uh, it, it revolves around Tennessee a little bit. And then if they get, if they get Tennessee, it's like, it it just depends on how well Tennessee is playing. I think. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Who shows up? Um, Yeah. The two 11 playing the 11 seed play in games. We've got Mississippi state versus Pitt, and we've got um, Arizona state against Nevada. You guys, any either of those schools can either any of those four schools uh, pull an upset in round one and get get out of um, you know get over the sixth seed. I don't love Mississippi State. I would bet ASU if I was going to pick one, but it's all shot yep. in the dark for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Any, any for you, Katie? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, okay. Kind of depends. It's we've had so many of those that have gotten hot and gone on a run, yeah. and it's kind of fun, but. I don't love any of them. I think, Michi- I think USC can beat Michigan State. I know we, we just kind of went down like the playing games, but I think USC might. I think so too. I watched Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament and they did not Michigan look very State good. Run. Yeah. To Ohio State, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't close. Um, it's one game, but I, you know, I, and I trust Izzo in the tournament, but he's also had some early flame outs occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, very early. I mean, yeah. He, very yeah so, yep. Yep. Um, okay, let's see. Anything else that you guys want to get to? Indiana, can they make a run? I don't know. I think they're a season away. Yeah. Yeah. I think Miami might have them. They would potentially have Miami in the second round, and then Houston would be looming um in the in the sweet sixteen. So I think that's a tough ask for them. Um you mean Houston with Calvin Sampson? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That'd be fun though. Be fun. IU fans will eat that. Uh, I I hope I hope that happens. That would be really I fun. Hope that happens. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, 
Auburn, Iowa's a, an interesting matchup. I think it is interesting this year with the SEC. We've got, you know, Alabama as a one, and then we have Tennessee as a four, and then we've got a ton of teams in that um, six through 11 range. Like, we've got six teams that are seated in that sort of cluster. So it doesn't look to be a real good year for the SEC in terms of record in the tournament, I don't think. Yeah, um, yeah, it doesn't. Any anybody that you think anybody else you, you you like to make a run real quick before we wrap up, and then I've got a this or that that we'll do. Um, NCAA tournament and I have this one or that as well. Okay, oh, all right. Well, okay. Um, I mean, I think I I've said it before, but I think UConn's either in the final four this year or next year. Yeah, they may I be think. a season away, but I think they're they're on the right track. All right, this or that NCAA tournament edition. Who would you rather see win a national championship, Louisville or Tennessee? <laughs> Tennessee. Louisville. God, I hate my dad would kill me. my dad. I hope my dad does not listen. I to this think one. I'd rather see Louisville win one too, man. <laughs> that dirty orange. All right. Um, no, no, I like Rick Barnes. That's the difference. I mean, Tennessee. honestly, that's the only difference. Yeah, I get that. Tennessee. I like Rick Barnes. It is Rick Barnes? So Tennessee or Duke? Either Tennessee, Tennessee, easy. Give me the SEC conference. Squad. How about Duke or Louisville? Um, Louisville, 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 easy. That's not even. That's not even hard. <laughs> um. All right. What this or that do you have, Richard? Okay, so we 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 alluded to it about two weeks ago, and we've had now the NCAA show, and now the I meant before that the Oscar show, and it's good we have a guest on because I, I'd like to get her take. So, would you guys rather be hated by everybody or ignored by everybody? And that's that's a good question because we've got all these uh, college coaches, some of whom are hated by everybody, and none of them want to be ignored by everybody. Um, it, it's really, really hard for me because I am really deep down a pleaser, and I want to be liked. I try to be liked, and so my lean would be to say ignored by everybody. But at the same time, I'm sitting here talking in front of a microphone, just spewing out nonsense and hoping people will listen to it. Um, so it's so hard. Um, I don't know. I, I think, I think probably ignored, but I would not be happy either way. Katie, what about you? Yeah, I think that one's tough. Um, I think it's harder for me to be ignored. So I think I would have to go hated. Okay. And I think they would at least talk to me. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that and that is my point. I think I'd rather be hated because I at least get acknowledgement of some kind. I mean, it, it's not pleasant, but at least somebody talks to me. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, it could be an FU or, I mean, <laughs> whatever, but at least I'm getting an FU. I mean, it's just like, uh, so I think I'd have to go that way. All right. Very good. Um, I can see both sides of that. Uh, I could, I would totally not, I would miss the interaction. I would miss uh, all of that stuff, but I could also, you know, go buy a, a ranch in montana and just uh live out there with uh some cows and just be pretty now, happy, I, I, I wouldn't mind that 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 might be a little bit different but it's yeah. just like overall in a day-to-day -day interaction with everybody it's just yeah. like 
I, it would make my job very difficult as mm. a, uh, a salesperson because I probably would I have to find a new profession, but it's just like, Hey, does this de- deal sound good, good to you? F you. Okay. <laughs> so that's, I'll, I'll take that as a yes. Go ahead and sign here. So uh, that might make life a little difficult. For I'll me, tell you but, what, uh, you son of a, that deal is so good, yeah. but I can't stand you. I'm going to sign this, but by God, yeah. I don't want to. That <laughs> projecting some stuff either um, way either way it would make my job i mean i already get ignored by cold calling people and like emailing people it's just like so i don't know i think i'd still rather go with i being yeah, hated yeah. <laughs> nice all right well we're almost out of time um been very fun katie thanks for coming on yeah. um we'll have you back we got some some ideas um katie wants in on the wing challenge the the wing wing uh uh discussion so we're gonna have a big room for that one and uh we're gonna do the soda pop situation later on this spring so thanks for coming on because uh coke is uh i'm starting to get delusion it's just like (laughs) coke has launched so many damn flavors they have lost their minds in the the past year that i I, it's just like i tried magic zero the other night and it Mm -hmm. tasted like i was drinking suntan lotion Mm. so summertime wait baby. for further com- yeah summertime mm, it's good so yeah all right um richard anything else you want to hit on before we get out of here uh something to think about for future reference is favorite cuss word okay, uh, okay good we will take suggestions in yes. the email it could go back to the hated conversation like i love it something so what what is your favorite either cuss word or combo cuss word got it that uh that you like so okay. something to think about please email us email us at and singapore at we're looking for com. you singapore yeah singapore <laughs> i know you're a polite clean country yeah. but we're looking at you singapore for some comments some, some more comments all right the good, yes the good midlife at gmail.com we are the good midlife podcast at instagram check us out there check out richard's food blog at kinchin crew on instagram uh and come back next week we will have some fresh content we won't dedicate it all to one thing again we'll kind of get back to the format so hope everybody has a great week you guys keep living your best midlife we're gonna keep living ours <laughs>